I don't even know where to start other than to maybe suggest that we have to at some point get into, and, and I know that during this time of year, uh, sports seems to dominate a lot of the headlines. We do not break down games. We're not going to sit here and critique the Steelers-Patriots game last night. Disaster. <laughs> Absolute disaster. Um, the but, Patriots scored more in one half than they did in the last three games combined. Is that a fact? That is a fact. And then they didn't score the rest of the game. I'm still not used to the Patriots being not good. I don't think were Bill Belichick is in, either. Were you not around in the 80s? I mean, I was. Did you not watch Top Gun in 1980s? <laughs> the Patriots used to suck. I don't remember the Patriots cameo in Top Gun. Well, no. <laughs> I don't uh, the, 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 do you remember the Patriots were the team that lost to the Bears in the 1985 Super Bowl. Okay. Do you remember who the, who the quarterback was for the Patriots? I don't. He's from Ottawa, Kansas. A guy by that the name of me. Steve Grogan. <laughs> okay. Steve Grogan was the quarterback for the New England Patriots in 1985, and he was from Ottawa, Kansas. It was, it was probably the Drew Bledsoe days when I started really paying attention to the right Patriots. On. Right on. Uh, all right, story here from the USA Today. 32 female student-athletes from the University of Oregon have filed a Title IX lawsuit today in federal court alleging that Oregon's athletic department is out of compliance with the federal law that bans sex discrimination in education. The suit alleges that Oregon does not fulfill any of the three prongs, participation proportional to enrollment, expansion of opportunity, and accommodating existing interest. The Ducks whose athletic department is largely funded by Nike co-founder and billionaire Phil Knight, are a major player in college sports. Oregon boasts top women's teams in volleyball, track and field, softball, and the Eugene campus is home to some of the most dazzling facilities in the nation. Oregon announcing in July they're joining the Big Ten, ultimately leading to the collapse of the Pac-12. Sam, can you help me out? You and I have been kind of bantering back and forth in the newsroom about this story. What is the complaint from these women at the University of Oregon? So ever since NIL got approved and threw a gigantic monkey wrench in everything that is college sports, uh, there have been these things called collectives popping up. So instead of saying Bob Smith at Bob Smith Ford is offering this quarterback $1.2 million dollars, these collectives are a bunch of boosters, which Bob Smith at Bob Smith Ford is one of those boosters, throws in, you know, one, two, three million dollars a year into this collective to then entice players to come. It's like a fund for them to pay the players. They're not directly tied to the school, but they are directly tied to the school in so far as we're only going to pay you money if you play for Oregon. The female athletes are arguing that there is a Title IX violation because some ridiculous percentage of that collective funding is going to male athletes and the very measly percentage left over is going to female athletes. This NIL thing's a mess. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I'm torn on this one. And, and I've been torn on this NIL thing ever since it came out. And I believe it was three years ago. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was the end of 2020 when the Supreme Court ruled on the NIL issue. How do I say this creatively? <laughs> I, I don't dispute that women's volleyball players, especially at places like Nebraska, where they're number one. And Oregon. Where they're also highly ranked. 
don't bring in fans, don't attract money to the institution. But let's be honest. There are two sports at most universities that are responsible for the lion's share of money that comes into a university. In fact, I would argue props up a lot of the other sports, which probably lose money for a university. And we all know what those two sports are. It's football and men's basketball. Well, and numbers would suggest that men's basketball doesn't even come close to even contributing when you compare it to men's football. Well, it, it does in the se- in, in in the sense of like sales of T-shirts and right for powerhouse para- basketball t- sure, schools, like, blue like, bloods. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason people buy shirts with Jayhawks on it, and yeah. it's mostly because of the basketball. Yeah, I I played rugby in college, and I had no illusions that that was not a popular sport to watch here in the United States, and did not expect people to show up to our games. How many showed up to a uh, typical uh, game? Oh, it would be kind of like if you went down to Shields, uh, the fields down there, and you saw, like, the parents setting up their lawn chairs. That's about how big the crowd would be for one of those games. <laughs> there was no stadium. You, you weren't um, filling the coffers of your university? No. and, and rugby we, ticket sales? And we were one of the organizations there that wouldn't have been around had we not had probably the proceeds from the other sports to prop it up. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, the, the and, and I understand that, you know, the baseball players – the softball players, the volleyball players, whomever, I'm sure they they work just as hard. They practice just as hard. They're as committed to winning and competition as anybody on the basketball team or the football team. The difference is you don't bring in money. But it's the age-old argument of men's and women's sports. We've heard about it with women's soccer. We've heard about it with the WNBA. The argument is is that they get paid a measly sum and compared to the men, and the leagues look at them and say, you start generating money, we'll pay you more. Yeah. Now we're seeing that in NIL, and the issue with that is that there is this little thing called Title IX. Now, aren't there, I don't know if it's sports or any kind of competitive endeavor out there where both men and women do it, but that women get a higher viewership? Are there certain things that, like, you'll tune into Scott, and you'll you're more likely to watch the women's version of it? I, I can I can name two right off the top. Gymnastics of my head. for me, like when the Olympics come around. Well, okay, all right, yeah. uh, three then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, women's gymnastics, of course, with the Olympics. Uh, I prefer women's tennis over men's tennis. Okay, why's that? It's more competitive. You're saying it's more closely matched in the ga- in in each game. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. And and quite frankly, um, not when it comes to international soccer. But when it comes to U.S. women's international soccer, I would much rather watch the U.S. women's team play a game than I would the U.S. men. A, I think their their players are more recognizable. They have more um, notoriety. Whereas I could name maybe two men on the national team because they suck. Yeah. Like everyone still remembers who Mia Hamm is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, one sport at the college level that definitely gets more viewership for women than men is volleyball. And the women's volleyball team is largely the driver of this class action lawsuit. Now, we were talking to the sports guys who said all the university has to do is say, they're not tied to us. It's a collective. It's the boosters. They can give money to whoever they want to. You know, Oregon really needs to have a lawsuit about how bad their uniforms are and how many oh they have God. there. Uh, that's my problem. <laughs> the football uniform. <laughs> or isn't it their basketball court that... 
It looks like somebody just dropped dirt on it. When you have a uniform for every single game in a season you play as a football team, a different one, that's that's excessive to <laughs> D- me. Does that mean that you're closely tied to the owner of Nike? <laughs> they get to keep those, too. Do they really? Yeah, most other universities, you do not get to keep your jerseys. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 32 female athletes of the University of Oregon have filed a Title IX lawsuit this morning in federal court. They say that they are not compensated at the same rate as the basketball and football players. From the text line, it doesn't matter how much money they bring in. They should all be allowed to get a fair share of the money. That is so chauvinist of you to say. I was saying what the other people were saying, but yeah. Hmm. 913-586-7798. Commander Jesse Reed joining us in studio, filling in today for Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie III. And my name is Scott here on KMBZ.